1: What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Here, guys, Cody and Derek with you, as always. Guys, right now, we're in the midst of the NFL playoffs. We're looking at basically the final almost four teams now at this point who are on their way to trying to make it to the Super Bowl. And, you know, it got us thinking about it. You know, we've asked this question again since the Colts haven't made it to the Super Bowl. We're kind of at the point where we got to ask ourselves, you know, how far away are the Colts right now from getting to the Super Bowl? Now, obviously, you could take this question very literally, talk about the record and say this is how far away we are. But we need to talk more about like what positions, what things are needed for this Colts team to actually be able to move to uh, a potential for the Super Bowl. Because obviously, the Colts are pretty far away right now despite what people like Chris Ballard and some others might have you think that they are, uh, there's a lot of big things that need to happen. And Cody, I mean, I think I can definitely say here that the number one thing that the Colts really are struggling with right now is the fact of the coaching. You know, we've talked about it all this season, the off season so far. It's pretty much all we've been talking about the last several weeks since the season's ended. That, you know, the Colts really need to find a good head coach and a good support system, especially to fix this offense that the Colts have a problem with. Because, I mean, you look at some of the teams that are in there right now, right? You're looking at the Eagles with Nick Sirianni, Shane Steichen, who's going to end up probably being a head coach somewhere during this uh, offseason, you look at the uh, 49ers and the Cowboys. Uh, there's Kyle Shanahan, Mike McCarthy, great offensive minds that are working together here. Uh, you talk about Kansas City, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy; those boys. Uh, the Bengals now, what they're doing with Zach Taylor and Brian Callahan. You know, those guys, every one of these teams, Cody, seems to have their coaching support system down right. And they have guys that are making their players uh, play better to the absolute best of their ability because they know how to get the most out of their players. And it may seem like an easy task to some, but, I mean, this coaching cycle really is so important for the Indianapolis Colts. In my opinion, I think is the biggest, uh, biggest thing keeping the Colts from being in the playoffs altogether is the fact that the coaching is not getting it done right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think you saw the progression or regression, if you will, the last couple of years from really 2020 with, you know, Reich, Sirianni, all these guys, you know, Eberfluss on the defensive side. Like the Colts at one point had a really good staff, really good assistant coaches, really good guys there. And you just kind of noticed as the years went on, you know, some of those assistant coaches, frankly, they got worse at assistant coaches, um, as it went down, you know, they really started to, to lack in that department and really came back to bite them. You know, it, it wasn't even a comparison from Marcus Brady to, to Nick Sirianni, um, you know, things like that, where it's so critical, you know, to have that in there, not just at the head coaching level, but you taught you're right at the assistant level as well. Um, and you notice with all these teams, right? They have these young quarterbacks that they took decently early, and they developed them. um and you know, even the teams that have had lost in the playoffs, like you know they they developed these young quarterbacks. Every single one of them did. And so, yeah, I mean, and we'll get into that, I'm sure. But like, yeah, and at the core of it, they have this head coach. And even like I know, some people will be like, Mike McCarthy, really? You're going to throw him in there. But, what did Mike McCarthy do when he got in there? He found one of the brightest offensive minds on the market and he brought him in. And look what's happened. Right. And yeah. so I just look at that and I'm like, every single team that's going to be contending for this Super Bowl, every single team that's going to play in the championship games, they all have that head coach, offensive coordinator figured out. And they have a really good staff around him that you're right, is is maximizing the talents of the players around them. Right. And that is critical. And that is absolutely critical. And you know, how many times in the last couple of years have we said the Colts were just outcoached? How many times did the Colts themselves say that? How many times did we hear Frank Reich say that? How many times this last year would you go into a game and say, yeah, the Colts have the better coaching staff? It didn't happen a whole lot this last couple of years. And so I think it's critical to have, you know, success in the league. You need to have those coaches that are uh there for the long term and and are able to, you know, kind of get the best out of their players and the best out of the most important positions in football. So critical, absolutely critical.
1: Yeah. Developing of these players is so huge. I mean, you're seeing what, um, what some of these teams are doing. I mean, look at what, uh, Joe Burrow has been doing recently. I mean, ever since he came back from that injury two years ago and what Callahan has done with Joe Burrow is insane. I mean, Joe Burrow, if Joe Burrow plays, against the Kansas City Chiefs this next week and beats them. I mean, Cody, it's not it, it might be time to say that Joe Burrow might be the best quarterback in the NFL. Because for some reason the Kansas City Chiefs can't beat Cincinnati. Say what you want about the whole team, but Joe Burrow has been get his his confidence is through the freaking roof, man. And what we're seeing with the 49ers and Brock Purdy, right? He's a rookie quarterback. He was a seventh round quarterback, the last pick in the draft. And yet Kyle Shanahan has not lost a game with him at the helm. I mean, of course, I mean, all the team around him is doing really good, but the coaching staff of the 49ers is what is holding that whole team together. They're playing everything It's all in sync, and that's what the thing is right now with the Indianapolis Colts. Everything is out of sync except for the defense, right? Last year, the defense for the Indianapolis Colts was good enough to make the playoffs, 100%. It was a good enough defense that you probably could have went on to go to the Super Bowl. It's far better than the defense of the Kansas City Chiefs. It definitely has a chance to be a team or make a team with a Super Bowl run if you just actually put a relatively decent offense in there. And so that's the big part, is the coaching needs to get it down right. And that is what is really holding the Colts away from being a Super Bowl contender right now. And then what I was just talking about with the developing of quarterbacks is you don't have one. You don't have one. So now On top of it, see you're already really far away because you don't have a good head coach in the building right now, or coaching staff for that matter, on the offensive side. Now you also know the most important position on the football field, you don't have one right now. So that is again another thing where the Colts have to get it right. They have to find the guy that in three, four years is gonna be the guy that, you know, can show you that they can make the playoffs and lead this team to success. And that is where And I hate the fact that, you know, Ballard has to go into this offseason with the fact that he has to do both, right? Like, it sucks that you don't have the head coach or the quarterback figured out. Sometimes you have the quarterback figured out, but you think a a different coach could come in and get more out of them. We've seen that a lot. We saw that with the Giants this, this season, right? They made it to the divisional round of the playoffs. They didn't beat the Eagles, but we saw a huge difference with the Giants offense uh, with Brian Dayball and Mike Kefka over there versus what they had previously. Or you have the coaching situation figured out, but you just don't have a quarterback right now, which it'd be nice if you had that because then, oh, you know, you just got to try to find the right quarterback for you. But yeah, I it sucks. think, They're I think, uh, like,
2: yeah, I think, you know, going to that example, like, I know this has been years ago, but like Kansas City with Andy Reid, they had the coach figured out. But they decided we got to go get that quarterback that's going to put us over the top and make us a perennial Super Bowl contender. And then they went and traded for Mahomes. The rest is history. They'd be on on their way to their second Super, I guess, third Super Bowl potentially, second Super Bowl victory in a couple weeks here. So, yeah, I mean, there's both sides of it for sure. It's just unfortunate. Yeah, you're right that the Colts don't have either right now. So, I think the good thing out of that though is you're going to be able to marry that head coach to that quarterback. And they're able to both just come in starting from scratch, essentially, which is why I think they lean more offensively, just because I think you almost have to in certain ways with a rookie quarterback, even though you, you, we all know um, my love for D'Amico Rines as a coach. Like, you know, if you get a guy like a Brian Callahan, who's worked with, you know, really good quarterbacks, Peyton Manning, Matthew Stafford, you know, so many other guys, Joe Burrow, obviously, as well. So, like, you know, he's a guy that's been around really good quarterbacks and a guy that has helped. A lot of guys, you know, get to where they need to be. So you need to get a guy like that in the building who understands what it takes, you know, and get a young rookie quarterback. He's going to be raw, whether it's Stroud, whether it's young, whether it's Levis, whoever it is. Do you get one of those guys and you get the head coaching, you know, right? And you get a guy that can work with a rookie quarterback. It might not be instant coffee, right? You saw what happened. With Joe Burrow his rookie season. I know he got hurt, but like there were some ups and downs. That that's just kind of part of it, you know. I think as a rookie for most guys, but you know, how's that year two? How's that year three look? And if that looks good, I mean, I think you're you're feeling really good about where you are. But yeah, the trouble is the Colts don't have either. Um, so they gotta get both these things right. The good news is there's definitely some good offensive minds out there to pair with some really good young rookie quarterbacks out there. So I think the potential for the Colts to be in really good position in the next two, three, four years, it's there, Derek. It's an opportunity that's there. But as it stands right now, <laughs> the Colts couldn't be further away because they don't have either of those two most important things, especially on offense, to figure out they don't have either of those. And that's critical, absolutely critical.
1: Yeah, and of course, we talk about you know their lack of offensive weaponry right now. We know that Jonathan Taylor is still on this roster. And of course, Jonathan Taylor, who's about to go into what is it, his third year now with the team. So let's see. Um 2020, yeah, so he got drafted. So yeah,
2: he, got, he uh, drafted in 2020. He- so 2020,
1: 2021, 2022. So technically his fourth year now with the team. Yeah. Obviously, hopefully he comes back and with the ankle thing that you know, uh, uh, off season uh, uh, with some rest, he'll be back to the way Jonathan Taylor normally is. But we have seen just so many times, Cody, it's just not good enough to have just a running back as your only really amazing weapon out there. And I mean, the thing is, it's just the Indianapolis Colts. And I was telling somebody about this the other day that offensively, I mean, you got to think about this. This offense is young, so, so young that like, honestly, from a, from the standpoint of who is the most experienced. Don't get me wrong. I think it's Ashton Doolin. Who's the oldest guy on this offensive, uh, offensive, uh, athletic group. You know, when you're talking about, about wide Mo? receivers, tight ends, running backs, he's like 27. I would say Mo. Mo would to be Mo, up there.
2: Mo, 28, 28, right? I mean, like, he's 28. It was like. Yeah, he's he's tw- he's getting closer to thirty. I know that. So. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say. So Mo's twenty eight, twenty so, nine, and he's been in the league for five years. So he's like the most experienced guy yeah. in the whole group. And he so, doesn't contribute. So like, <laughs> and he doesn't contribute at all. So it's like the problem is is Ballard is Ballard has tried to boast on this idea that this young group is going to figure it out. Some way, somehow, but the problem is one of the the best guy gets hurt and the rest of the scheme just isn't working. So, you know, Pittman hasn't done anything relevant. Uh, you hope that with a better quarterback and a better scheme that he can actually Be his skill set can be more utilized in that way. Alec Pierce was only a rookie. Paris Campbell was always open, but nobody'd ever throw him the football. And of course, Jelani, with the tight end group in general, Cody, like the tight end group, just the problem was it was so inconsistent week in and week out. There'd be some weeks where Jelani Woods would get six or seven targets. Then the next week he gets one. So it's like, you know, one of those situations where there was just no consistency in how the Colts approached their offense. And again, it kind of goes back to the coaching, but it again comes back to another argument where the Colts really need somebody on offense to step up. That's another bona fide weapon that can get somebody going. Cause I mean, you look at all the teams that are remaining, right? Look at the Bengals, right? You have a top, Probably have a fringe top five, top six quarterback or running back in Joe Mixon. Jamar Chase is out there. Jamar Chase is a top 10 wide receiver in the league. Uh, You look at Kansas City. They got Travis Kelsey, best tight end in the NFL. You have the 49ers who have Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and George Kittle. Talk about the Philadelphia Eagles, who have AJ Brown, Miles Sanders, Dallas Goddard playing unbelievably. The Dallas Cowboys, they have two of the they have maybe the best running back duo in the NFL and a couple other teams that go hand in hand. So, you know, you have a lot of these players or these teams that have a group of players that are really amazingly gifted players. the Colts have one, but the one that was there, it was hurt all season and he's your running back. And he is by far and away the best offensive player you have. And there's not a close second. So the problem is, is you're relying on one running back to do all your work for you. And you don't have enough outside of that to go with you. So, I mean, we talked about it before, Cody. Does Ballard need to change up how he approaches free agency? Because th- this offense, in my opinion, is another big weapon away. And that's another thing keeping them away from the playoffs right now.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I think it's just like, and I know Ballard in certain ways was right about wide receiver in certain ways. In certain ways, I think he was still wrong about it. Because, you know, and and we talked about it, I believe, like I said, you know, when we were talking, clamoring for them to add a wide receiver, I was like, look, I understand that Pierce and Campbell and Pittman, these guys are talented. These guys are young, man. There's no, like, true number one in there right now. You know, they could be that. But, like, I just, like. I was always like, I think you just need to add a vet in there that can help them out. And at the time, my thought was just add T.Y. Hilton in there. Now I'm glad T.Y. at the end of the day did not come to Indy because I didn't want him to end his career playing for that crap shoot of an offense. But, yeah, I mean, I think you just need to add another guy in there that's kind of kind of set the tone. You know, you really need to get some sort of vet wide receiver in there who's going to hold these guys accountable. Right. A guy that's been there, done that. And. I think the Colts, you're right. They they need another proven weapon outside of Jonathan Taylor. And all their wide receivers for the flashes they showed, they were all inconsistent uh, for various reasons. And, you know, you need just another guy in there that's going to really help you out in that department. So I, I think you're right. Colts need another, another really good wide receiver in there to to pair alongside these other guys. Because, yeah, all the best teams in the NFL, Derek, they have that in common. You're right. They have these weapons, these guys. And, you know, how much of it was a scheme issue last year with Parks Frazier and just literally not having offensive staff on the roster? How much of that was that versus just, you know, the players being inconsistent? I don't know. And and, we'll, and we're going to kind of see that probably, you know, if the Colts bring in an offensive coach, maybe they ber- they're able to utilize Jelani Woods and Alec Pierce and Pittman and all these guys a little bit better. But I still think you're right. You need to add a little bit more proven talent, especially at the wide receiver position, because they're all so inex- inexperienced. And to have a guy that's been there and done that, I think, could go a long way for this group. If You have Reggie Wayne as wide receiver coach, which is great. But I, I think there's, you know, there's something to having a guy on the field that can help you on the fly, like like a Ty Hilton could, like Reggie was to Ty, and Ty was to Pitt for a couple years. Like you need somebody like that, I think, and. I'm not saying go and sign a 33-year-old wide receiver or anything like that and Andre Johnson 2.0, but, like, I just think you need somebody in there, a proven vet in there to help these guys moving forward. I really think that would be super helpful for their development, Um, and I just think that would be really, really good because, yeah, you know, no defenses. Let's be completely honest 100% here, Derek. When defenses line up against the Indianapolis Colts, nobody's really scared of this offense right now. You know, nobody was scared last year outside of Taylor. You know, when Taylor was out, nobody, you know, they're like, we'll challenge these wide receivers and tight ends because nobody can really beat us. And if they Mm -hmm. do, they're not going to target them anyway because their quarterback situation is so bad. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think you're absolutely right in the fact that, like, the Colts just need some more proven talent on this roster in in terms of playmakers. They need more playmakers on this team. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. uh, So is there any other positions that – or any other things for that matter that you believe is uh, keeping the Colts far away? Because obviously you and I are very clear on it that we believe the Colts are pretty far away from Super Bowl contention right now. They're missing the head coach slash offensive coaching staff. They're missing the quarterback. They're missing a playmaker on the offense. So that's clearly, we're seeing the direction in which the Colts are needing some severe help is there anything else that you know that's a glaring issue with uh, keeping the Colts from Super Bowl contention?
2: Yeah, I would say on defense, this has been something again. <laughs> we, we It feels like we uh, are beating a dead horse at this point. You still don't have consistent pass rush from the edge position. You still don't. You need to figure it out. Whether it's the two guys on your roster that you believe in and you get you know a guy in here, whether it's Gus, whether it's somebody else, that can fully maximize their talents and make them more consistent or you maybe you know need to make I don't know if you can do it this offseason cuz there's a lot of holes with this team but like you just need to figure that out whatever that looks like you need to get some more consistent pass rush out there i think it wouldn't hurt them to get a vet or two in that defensive end position um just to help out because they've shown when they when they've actually like dipped into some decent names in free agency they've actually been able to find some pretty consistent guys out there. Nobody that's like an absolute superstar, but like, you know, you think of Justin Houston's Danico Autrys. those guys were critical um, down the stretch for you in certain situations. And so like, if you get a guy in there like that, that maybe isn't going to be like a, you know, completely like game, game record kind of guy, you know, but like, he's just going to be another, because it is, it's just like wide receiver. It's talented, You've invested some draft capital into that position, but it's still fairly young in terms of the guys that are truly contributing. So I think it wouldn't hurt to, to get another pass rusher in there. And I think it will depend, obviously, who you keep as defensive coordinator. Um, if you keep Gus or if you go a different direction, I think that guy's going to probably have some guys he's going to want to target. But other than that, I think uh, that kind of does it. Um, you can throw maybe a corner in there, too, um, as well. But really, all, all the things that we're noticing for the Colts to be Super Bowl contenders are really on the offensive side because the offense was the reason the Colts only won four games. And the defense was the reason why they won any games, honestly. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that does it. I think those are the main things. There are some things you can nitpick, but, I mean, the, the main things I think are on the offensive side, and maybe the pass rush would be kind of the – the final thing, although you do have some young guys there. So I think you 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 still feel fine about it and your pass rush was better than it's been. So I'm not saying it's terrible. Like the offense was just awful, like completely awful, historically awful. So yep, I think that does it. I really do.
1: Yeah, and it's ironic that as I'm mentioning we're mentioning the offense, Jim Ursay literally tweets a video of uh, the Colts and the playoffs and the wild card round against the uh, Houston Texans back in 2019 with Andrew Luck and uh, T.Y. Hilton and them uh, again just goes oh, to yeah. show you uh, that's that's what the Colts need. You know, they need they need those uh, offensive players. Man, it's no doubt about it at this point. But that's gonna do it for this one, guys. Let us know your thoughts. On how far away you guys believe the Colts are from Super Bowl contention. Clearly very far away. But hopefully this offseason that they can uh, figure things out. And maybe we'll get closer uh, this next season. We can only hope. But that's going to do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much. And as always, Go Colts.